Welcome to Personal Best, Igniting Personal and Business Performance. Very fortunate today to be joined by uh, Craig Hunter. Craig uh, runs and operates at a business called Versec and also has a really interesting background uh, in terms of uh, working with and in the, the elite sports arena. Um, so Craig, thanks ever so much for uh, for joining us. It's, uh, it's great of you to do so. Um, and, and Craig, we'd, we'd spoken a little bit earlier um, about uh, you know your experience and the blend of both working in the, the elite sports arena uh, and also business and such like. Uh, but you know, starting off as a as a kid, because clearly you, you became um, a fairly well known team manager. You, you led the, the GB swim team to uh, to two Olympic games, and, and you, you took the Paralympic team to its most successful uh, um, results ever in, in the in those games. Um, how did you become involved in, in that side of it? Did you did you compete as a as a swimmer yourself? I did, yes. Um, taught to swim by uh, by my brothers. Um, swimming was in our family. My my great uh, no, my grandmother swam, um, you know, before the war um, and was was really serious. And it just it carried on. Um, and uh, you know, having two older brothers who teach you to swim, you know, your aspiration is to beat them. And uh, when I beat one of my brothers in a swimming race, that was the end of his swimming career and probably the start of mine. Right. Um, and swimming, to be honest, sort of consumed my life. I was uh, I was at a, an old-fashioned, traditional boys' grammar school uh, where you know education was important and sport was less so, unless it was uh, the traditional sports of rugby and uh, cricket. Um, but I, I, I basically, I, I, you know, I, I wanted to swim as much as possible, and was going, uh, going to Crystal Palace most nights of the week, four-hour round trip to train for two hours, uh, and not really bothering with my studies. So um, uh, it was, a, it was a bit of a bit of a challenge, um, but I, I managed to scrape together a few A levels, um, and uh, my, you know, head of sixth form uh, said to me. You know, you've got to get A-levels, swimming's never going to pay your salary, uh, which was probably not quite right, but probably not in the same way that he thought. Um, and uh, so, it, you know, I, I was knocking on the door of perhaps getting onto the international team, but, uh, you know, I decided that education was probably more important and uh, managed to get my, my A-levels. Uh, and then, you know, then it was the challenge of knowing what to do after that. Yeah. And, and, and your, your involvement then... You know, clearly you, you, you're a, a real a first class swimmer, um, but the the time and the commitment that it would have um, taken to take that next step, um, you just had to make an intelligent decision as to as to which way you're going to jump. So, how did you become involved in in um, in managing or coaching or administering? Um, you know, that, well, even, even when I was, you know, focusing on my education, I still, you know, managed to dabble a bit, and and I was carried on swimming when I was uh, away at Sheffield uh, at the Polytechnic there doing my degree um, and uh, sort of a bit of a bizarre event really one day I was competing in a race my dad was the team manager um, I clearly won the race but was placed second by the referee and uh, when myself and the the other athlete concerned went up and said to her you know I think you got that round the wrong way she shooed us away saying you're not important in this decision-making process. Um, being young and headstrong, I went to my dad and said, you know, this is outrageous. Um, and being the calm, unflappable person that he was, uh, is, uh, he just said to me, well, if you don't like it, son, 
there's only one way to change it. You need to get involved. Sure. Um, and so I started, uh, I qualified as a technical official for swimming, um, probably one of the youngest qualified referees in the country at the time. Um, and had lots of people supporting me, mentoring me, pushing me forward um, until one day the phone rang. Um, I remember it vividly. It was just after New Year's Day, and uh, this chap, who I knew vaguely, said, uh, Craig Hunter, so I said, yes, we'd like you to take a team away to Paris to the Swimming World Cup. And I said, I think you've got the wrong Craig Hunter. And he went, no, 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 I know exactly who I'm talking to. Um, and that was really the start of my, uh, my international swimming career. Right. Uh, 25 years ago, and... Uh, well, I was seen to have done a reasonable job, and then they asked me to do another one, and the rest, as they say, is kind of history. Yeah, and it's it's interesting because I mean, in in, in parallel with that, Craig, obviously, you know the the um, the love and the passion you have for swimming, you you had to to uh, not only weigh that up against your your education back when you were a youth, but presumably your career and subsequently your 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 business as well, um, because you um, you founded um, your business at Versec. Which uh, again, we, we we touched on this just when we, we spoke earlier, and, and always interesting amazes me. You know the, the the businesses that are out there that you just it would never occur to you that there's a there's a need until you, somebody say, you know mentions it to you. And, and your business, if I'm right in saying, um, puts the the sort of the, the governance and the um, compliance element around um, what company so you know company secretary uh, services. You know in terms of putting that those. Um, critical uh, bits in place so you you started that business what in the late 90s whilst you were still heavily involved in swimming yeah yeah um i i mean i think anything that i do i'm i'm you know 100 percent committed to it um and always want to strive to be the best um but i also recognize that after a period of time um your ability to keep generating new ideas can can be quite challenging so, um, yeah, I, I, I wanted, uh, I qualified as a company secretary, worked in a, uh, a private company, then moved into a public company. Very unusually, they gave me uh, great support and an additional holiday to be the British junior team manager. Um, and in 96, I, I decided to quit that role because I felt that I'd taken it as far as I could and it needed some, some new fresh blood and I wanted to perhaps do something else. Um, I was invited, uh, got the opportunity to go to the Commonwealth Games in 1998 to Kuala Lumpur. Mm -hmm. um, but the company where I was working basically had said, you know, enough, enough is enough. You, we've supported you for all this time and, uh, you know, we can't give you any more time off. I was looking for five to six weeks off to go over there. Um, great opportunity. So my boss, you know, after some toing and froing, said, well, how about this as an idea? We make you redundant. That didn't sound terribly appealing initially. Yeah. And he said, but we'll give you a contract and you can provide same services that you've been doing for us, um, but as a contractor. Um, and he gave me a three-year contract. So in 1998, March 98, I started my business. Um, and in September 98, I went to the Commonwealth Games as a, as a technical official, um, which was was a fantastic opportunity you know great support by by a boss who had been supportive but you know it was his creative thinking that helped me to really uh you know change the tack that i was going on and, and open some new doors for me 
That's interesting. And, and in terms of of growing that business after that that contract, um, or not not so much after that contract, Craig, but presumably whilst you you, you had that maybe as a, as a cornerstone um, of the business, uh, what what did you do? critically to, to build that and attract new clients in because it's it's not the first thing that occurs to people. I think it's one of those, particularly in startup operations, they think, well, we can skip this bit and it's just some sheaves of paper in a folder and presumably the pain doesn't come until X amount of years down the line when you realise your structure is all wrong and, and such like. So it doesn't it doesn't strike me as a as an easy sale, if you like. It's not an obvious one. Well, and you're, you're right. Um... What was fascinating was that uh, they gave, the, the public company gave me a three-year contract and uh, uh, day one I sort of sat down at my desk in, in you know, my office and twiddled my thumbs a little bit and, you know, I'd obviously got work with them. Um, but my former boss, who'd give me the contract, he was at his local rugby club talking to uh, the company's secretary and general counsel of another public company just around the corner who, um, who were in trouble. Um, they had uh, their company's secretarial records were in a real mess. They were going through a potential takeover, uh, and they needed some support. Um, so I was asked to go in, meet the chap, uh, tell him what I, what my skills were, how I could help him uh, as he saw it, and um, so yeah, that was the start really of of actually a much more interesting part of of the business, far more than just filing the returns and what have you, but actually sure. going in and adding value to, to a business. Um, this business was, uh, was, it was in a terrible state around its record keeping. Um, and we, we ended up doing a lot of forensic work so that um, they could go through the takeover. And um, you know, I, I, I learned an awful lot. And that then start, that generated a little bit, I would say, of a reputation. Um, and after that, a sort of a springboard, a number of other public companies that were going through similar kinds of situations uh, were referred to us. Um, in 15 years, we've never advertised. We've never really gone out to seek business. It's all been really by word of mouth around one general counsel or one company secretary saying, well, if you need some help with this, we think Craig Hunter at Versec is, is the person to help you. And it's, it's obviously a testament to what you, what you do um craig and uh you know presumably that you know the position and, and the delivery you know it strikes me there's parallels between you know the uh you know elite sports and and, and leading you know businesses and decision making and, and and such like and i have to say as a layman swimming of all the kind of the sporting events that we get engaged in during olympic games it's the one that looks the most impossible to call because the the um even in a sprint it's clear that usain bolt has beaten another guy by three or four meters but in elite swimming you could you could throw a blanket over the first four you you know guys in and, and I often wonder how you even um you know, without the the uh, the help of electronic aids even declare a winner you, you know and as a layman looking at it you think you, you know and there, there's such a finite um uh measure between success and failure you, you know you're in swimming and it's a very obvious one that you even when you watch a race it's not uh, it's not clear who um who's come uh, first but you know do you think that you've you've maybe taken the 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 stuff that you had as competitive swimmer yourself and some of what you've you've probably both coached and learned um by working with elites um and, and used it in other areas of life personally and business-wise and such like 
Yeah, um, I think anybody who's been involved in, in, in sort of as an athlete or, or working with elite athletes, um, first of all, I think you have a, a, you know, a different kind of mentality to, to commitment. And that's not to say that, you know, people who, who work in business and who are not, are not sportsmen have any, you know, it, it's just a different kind of commitment. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I suppose... As I work, as I sort of moved along with my experience, it was about working with other people and, and working as a team. Um, that uh, you know, the, the great adage, "No man is an island." Well, you know, that's that's never true. I mean, swimming is about when you stand on the block, you know, you are there by yourself. Yeah. But behind you, there's there's the rest of your teammates and and a great support staff. Um, and it's a bit like that in, in business, you know, we're a, only a very small business um, delivering what we deliver, but sitting behind us and working with us are a whole host of other professionals. Um, and for example, CPD, you know, you have to constantly keep on top of what's happening within, within our area of governance. Um, I couldn't possibly spend time researching all of that, but what I, you know, now we live in this great technological age um, so I get pinged with emails all the time that I can just you know, sit down, read a newsletter or something online to keep me up to speed. And that's the support I'm getting from, from other professionals. Yeah. Um, not, not direct team members, but absolutely part of the team to deliver you know, uh, the services that we need to, to, to uh, satisfy our clients. And it's interesting, when Craig, I think when we um, we'd kind of uh, spoken about it earlier as well, that you've got quite a lean model, haven't you, in terms of, of, of people actually working with the business and the way that you, you potentially outsource other other areas and, and you keep the business really manageable in doing that, yeah? Well, well I think it is. You know, um, fortunately, I have an office um, at home um, and I've had numerous approaches to, to amalgamate with other businesses or, or be taken over. Um, I love what I do. Um, I love being able to, you know, come down in the morning, check my emails before I go down and, and get breakfast and, you know, can check my emails on a Sunday night before I go to bed. People might say that's slightly bizarre kind of lifestyle. Um, I want to be able to have the freedom and flexibility to do what sure. I enjoy most. And that's a, that's a blend of working in, in commerce around providing these governance and compliance services and also being able to to work in sport um, you know I've had some fantastic opportunities working and leading some with some of the most amazing teams uh, you know most noticeably at the Paralympic Games uh, in, in London uh, in 2012 as the chef de mission of the British team um, a life-changing experience um, and uh, you know impact on on me every day about the way I go about doing things yeah and do you, do you know there's that whole i know it's a kind of worn cliche but that kind of gratitude attitude craig that i think um maybe as we, we advance through our years our goals and our aspirations change and our perception of what success looks like changes as well um and and you you become humbled both by and inspired by the experiences you've had um directly i guess and i think that's, that's a big thing so i know you know as it relates to me that perhaps um uh, 20 years ago i needed to be uh the uh the, the big player, the major guy, and, and then as you get older, you realise that there's actually other areas of your life that are you know, as important as as your, as your business life, and um, you you know having the the, the time you, you know which is the, the most precious resource of all to choose what you you do, and and that that's all that even business success, a business success, um, 
you know it can be computed by by money all that money does is, is give you those additional choices i guess um but but it but it relates to time you know well i, th I mean you know i think you've really really you know captured so much in that sentence um you know at the moment when i when i finished after london um in, in my role with the paralympic team people sort of said to me so what are you going to do now you know the olympics in rio or what have you I said, well, actually, you know, I'm just going to take a little bit of time out because, um, you know, I just need to recharge my batteries and I need to decide, you know, what I want to do next in my life. Um, I, I had, a, a, you know, an amazing experience in the Games, but I also had a quite a life-defining moment because just before the opening ceremony, I was uh, in a car going over to do a, a, a major piece of, of the team announcement, which was to to announce our flag bearer for the opening ceremony. It was going to be live television um, at Hampton Court. Um, and as we were driving across there through the London rush hour traffic, my phone rang and it was the hospital in uh, near where my parents live. And it was a doctor consultant saying to me, you need to come to the hospital now because your father won't last 24 hours. Um, and I said, there's no way I can do that. I said, you know, my father won't expect it. You know, we've had the discussion. Uh, he was critically ill. Um, he'd been ill for a little bit while beforehand, and we'd shared an awful lot of really good quality time. Um, but I, I said, no, I, I, I just can't do that. But I, my partner went up. Um, I managed to speak to my dad the next day on Skype and, and told him that I was not going to be able to get to see him. I said, but you know, Dad, you're just going to have to pull through this because I need to see you when the games are over. Um, and he's still with us today. Wow. Um, which is amazing how he pulled through, you know, defied all the medics. Um, but over the last 12 to 18 months since the games, I've, my life has, has really been consumed with looking after, you know, and visiting my parents on a very regular basis because both of their health uh, you know, their health have, have declined significantly, but they keep bouncing back. Um, and, you know, I wouldn't be here today and I wouldn't have had all the great opportunities I've, I've had in my life uh, without two wonderful parents. So it's about time. So my, my last uh, 18 months have, have really changed and it's been about me giving back to my mum and dad, you know, who are 84, 85 now, um, and just deserve to have a bit of dignity towards the end of their life. Sure. For me to be able to give something back is 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 you know is amazing, and I'm I'm really privileged to be able to do it. Yeah, that's, that's nice you to share that story, Craig. You know, it's not everybody that would, and and um, and again, I think maybe this comes with uh, age a little bit. I don't know, but. Uh, you know, I don't think any of us will uh, will lie there during our last moments, or I hope not anyway, and say, I wish I'd spent more time in the office, or I wish I'd closed yeah. that deal 22 years ago. Or whatever. You know, I, I think um, the measure of our lives is um, based on you know where we loved, did we love, uh, and, and the contribution and the impact and, and such like. And uh, yeah, you, you know, and, and interestingly, even though I, I speak a lot with, with um, guys who hold quite senior level um, jobs and such like, I think there's this dawning realization, and and it's maybe um, uh, maybe it's just a, a a thought of its time that 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 um, 
you know guys who are who are sort of thrusting execs in their forties and fifties, whereas maybe twenty thirty years ago it, they were they were very myopic about their their business life and their career. I think um, you know people are, are either changing the way they work or they're leaving the corporate lifestyle altogether because they realise that when they measure their life when they when they look back on it, this this stuff you know won't be as important as other stuff. Uh, and I and I think that there, there is that that balance and, and measure and all things. So it's uh, it's interesting. It's nice you to share, Craig. Thanks. Um, on on the business side, um, Craig, if somebody did want to ju- just jump on because it's uh, it's one of those things that uh, I wasn't at all troubled by until um, we spoke. And now I'm thinking, have we set up properly here? Uh, the your, your website is versec v e r s e c dot co dot uk. Is that um, right. is that right? Yeah. So uh, and presumably your contact details and such like are on there. People can uh, can, can grab a hold. Um, it, it's it's been a, a really interesting chat, and um, obviously you and I both know that we we kind of uh, did this yesterday, and we we uh, we got so far in then technology thwarted <laughs> our, um, our our best efforts and such like. So I, I really really appreciate you, you know, not just your your time today, but the fact that you've um, you've been so willing and open to to the the, the conversation, um, Craig and. Uh, Listen, thanks so much for, for, for taking the time to, to share a bit about your story and, and your journey. And um, hopefully we can uh, we can get this up and, and, and people will connect with you and uh, um, take it from there. So, Craig, listen, thanks thanks ever so much again. Absolute pleasure. Good luck. Thanks, Craig. All the best. All the best.